from the liberal northeast comes a lone voice of truth honest commentary in dishonest times think deeper with juan newsome this is the cure radio program This is The Cure. Hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in. I am Kat Hernandez, and joining me is Mr. Juan Newsom. Say hi, Juan. Hey. And last week, we were trying to figure out who Joe Biden was going to choose. And it was kind of tricky because last minute... Kamala Harris unfriended him. So that was like our little indicator that they had a falling out. But lo and behold, she got the nomination. Well, maybe it was just a front. <laughs> you just well, yeah, know. basically. <laughs> yeah, you just, just trying to throw us off. Maybe because I, I, I did not expect her to be the choice, um, to be totally honest, especially with the fact that, you know, the fact that Joe Biden had, he wrote that 90, 1994 crime bill and the fact that under the, when she was a state's attorney, she, you know, she has a very controversial um, record as far as, you know, convictions, holding evidence and, and all, all types of misdeeds, you know. So I never did expect that. But, you know, lo and behold, we have the black oppression ticket. So... <laughs> Well, I mean, it was clear that she probably wasn't his choice, but given his frame of mind, <laughs> let's just put it that way, um, <laughs> she was the chosen one. Let's put it like that. Well, so, well, just it from is what it is. Well, just from a purely democratic poli- um, politics perspective, I think she was, the, you know, because right now it's the Clintons and the Obamas. Not the Clintons and the Obamas per se, but there are two factions in the Democratic Party. Three, actually, when you count the radicals, you know, AOC and the squad. But then you have the Clinton group and the Obama group. And I think I think Kamala Harris represents a compromise candidate because both of those factions kind of like her in a sense. If you've really I think been paying she attention. Is, um flexible in her value system and that makes her an appealing candidate to all of the democrat party it's kind of a i don't ambiguous she's ethnically ambiguous yeah as well as politically and morally ambiguous and therefore she's a good representation of where the party sees itself going if not there already where where they're going well, if you ask Willie Brown, he would say she's flexible. <laughs> See how I set that up for you? <laughs> you like that, right? <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> did you see did you see the DNC uh, convention? No. I watch pieces. I watch bits and pieces, but it's so boring and I was already so tired. I'm like, this is gonna be the most unproductive two hours of my life. I can't I can't just consume this. So Yeah, you're at the knit a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was watch I was binge watching a Netflix show that I'm really into right now and it kind of took priority over Kamala. Sorry. And that Michelle, the nun for that show? matter. Huh? Is that the nun show? No, I finished that one, but it's called Shits Creek. 
Oh, and God. I feel that that's kind of where we are in America right now. Oh, oh that's terrible. So that's it's so just... so fitting, you know, for the Democrat convention. I just switched over to Shit's Creek, <laughs> well, where we'd be. You didn't miss too much. I mean, no, Biden, I Biden's speech was very dark and gloomy. Like it's the end of the world. Woe is me. Platitudes. Nothing but platitudes and really generalizations. Uh, there was nothing really much added, you know. It was just very dark. <laughs> well, there's only much, so much that he can retain in his memory bank, right? So what I would say, I did flash in and out, and of course I see the recaps and all of that stuff. They mm-hmm. are constantly perpetuating fear. Fear this, fear that. I'm afraid. I'm afraid our country is lost forever. I'm afraid we'll never be where we were before. It's all yep. this narrative of fear, 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 and stay in your houses, care about each other. Don't worry. Like Joe Biden, the savior, and Kamala Harris will come reign, you know, reigning in all this Trump terror. Like, give me a freaking break. When we know. look at the reality on the ground, even in during a crisis, the economy is still growing at a bigger rate than it ever was under eight years of supposed, you know, Nobel Peace Prize winning Obama. Yeah. So, yeah, please, like warping the narrative and warping certain people's minds does not actually change history and the results on the ground. Like, wow. Do you think the Republicans are going to make the same? I mean, because I'm. I, Next week, I'm expecting, this is what I'm expecting, Kat. I'm expecting a show because, you know, oh, Trump yeah. Trump with his TV experience with The Apprentice and, you know, he's such a showman. I'm expecting the RNC convention to go off without a hitch. Absolutely. Because- I think it'll be similar to his 4th of July extravaganza at Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Like- that's pretty it good. is a show. He that is what he does. He puts on a show. So I want to see like what tankers are coming out. I want to see like the mm-hmm. the the clips that they paste together about the opposing side. Because let's not forget the DNC has a problem where they can't promote anything about their candidate because there is mm-hmm. nothing positive to promote. People who live in his hometown couldn't even figure out two sentences to say about him and his achievements. Mm-hmm. You know he's a nice guy. He's been around a long time, but they couldn't label name one thing that he's done to positively affect anybody's life mm-hmm. in his 50 year career. The Oof. same thing with Kamala Harris. So Trump's job is to beat that into everybody's mind, but then also remind the haters that this is what we got done during this short three and a half period of time when they were throwing Russian collusion and they were throwing uh, Mexican border wall issues, immigration, gun control, everything at him. Now it's racism, racism, BLM. And it first it was it was uh, me too scandals. And what's her name? Um, with the porn star and the porn lawyer stormy daniels and, and then michael cohen, Evanati, and yeah. then yeah and then cohen and his lawyers and then his staff and every it was this whole big conspiracy that we now see was totally fabricated with the media perpetuating all the stories about that could negatively impact him with all of that with all of that mm-hmm. trump is like a king salmon just 
jumping them waves, going straight where I, you need to go. I don't see how he's doing. <laughs> I, you know, I don't see how he's doing it. I've never seen so much. I've never seen a president or Republican for that matter, period, with so much fortitude. You know, you've had yes. all of what you named. Plus, during the DNC convention, you had all of these Republicans that, um, that were knows. At, that were at the convention, like cases, like what in the hell? Like what's, Because what's these that? people, first of all, you have to remember that they hate Trump. So that's mm -hmm. ingredient number one to the psychology of all these people. And the second thing is that they think they're doing like the universe a favor by taking him out by any means possible, which means like the enemy of my enemy is my, you know, like my friend. So they'll go to the other side to show that they're like McCain, like Mavericks. We can mm -hmm. operate in both arenas. No, you just have no conviction, no convictions. You're easily swayed, persuaded and sold into the plantation with the rest of them. That's what it shows me. Well, what it what they're really doing also, Kat, is they're shoring up Donald Trump's outsider bona fides. Yes. Yes. You know, by by, you know, the fact that you have people from both sides of the aisle in the swamp teaming up on this guy at the DNC convention. It, it's really only making the case to reelect him. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. You know. And you have to remember, right? We're talking about energy that is being pumped behind these people. The energy from the hatred as well as from the the people who follow Trump and want him to succeed and want the country to be successful. The energy is so high right now that he has all that thrust really behind him because the haters are not coming in front of him to block him. They're actually pushing him and the supporters further towards that line of thinking and streamlining the vision. Like they're mm -hmm. showing us all the things and all the reasons we don't want to pick Democrats. Yep. They're revealing that to us every single day in their crazy behavior in these cities. They convinced, they, they spent an entire night on gun control. And I'm like, what in the hell is this Twilight Zone? Because... <laughs> You got cities on fire, yes. basically. Yes. And so much unrest. Uh, rogue there was a, judges, rogue mayors, and, and you're gonna run people. You're gonna run gun control? Yeah, Are no, it's me? outrageous. It's like, hey, so we're not gonna have the police come and rescue you if you call. Nobody's gonna really answer. And by the way, you can't have any protection either because we're finding that that's really the problem why you're all getting shot. So, but, but vote for us. <laughs> vote for us. We're gonna protect you. Vote for us. Come. And on. then on top of that, you know, you look at the policies and and what they're not doing. What they're not doing is actually coming to the table to negotiate with Trump on monies to be released to the people that they say that they're fighting for. We want more money for unemployment benefits that are about to run out. We want more money for these small businesses that the PPP didn't reach or didn't last or they're still trying struggling to hold on. And now you want to go on vacation, take a delay, take your break and mm -hmm. not having signed anything that would help release the funds that are already there. They're already funds available. Mm -hmm. They just are not releasing it. Who's so voting? who's voting for these people? Self-haters, 
You have to be a victim. You know what it is? It's the victim mentality, right? You know, you already know the perpetrator against you and it's safer than going to the unknown because they made the boogeyman Trump and he sounds worse than their captors who are constantly attacking them and taking from them and then giving them the crumbs so that they feel that they have some kind of benefactor, but you don't realize those crumbs are from all of the stuff they've been robbing from you. Yeah. So like you can have the whole, but you're so safe with the little bits that you have that you hold on to it. It's, just, it's like a crazy warped security blanket for the people who are victimizing you, like the bully at school. They yep. won't beat yep. me up if I just give them my lunch money. So just give them the lunch money and you won't get beat up. That's that's like the Democrat Party and the population that they control. Oh, my God. This is Juan, the Catholic Talk Radio. So if you're just tuning in, we are discussing the craziness that surrounds the Democratic Party and their agenda. If you want to share your opinion, post a comment, then hit up, us up on Facebook, Twitter at Juan and Kathy Talk. All right, guys. So you are still listening to Juan and Kathy Talk. So what the hey is going on with the Drudge Report? Headlines, is Matt Drudge anti-Trump? Is Steve yeah. Bannon indictment? Oh, yeah. This I is mean, <laughs> Steve Bannon is so gangster. Yes, he is. <laughs> He's very much. I remember when Charlie Rose interviewed him on 60 Minutes. And um, he grew up in Virginia. He grew up in Richmond, matter of fact. He has a very good background. Like, he he went to some good schools. Um, he was in the Navy. He was an officer in the Navy. And he grew up in Richmond during the time of desegregation. And um, I remember he was on 60 Minutes. And Charlie Rose was talking about... Um, I, I forget the specific topic. They were talking about race relations. And Steve Bannon just weighed in. He said, look, Charlie, he said, look, I went to a desegregated school. I was in the military. He said, you know, I don't want to get, he said, I'm not going to take any lectures from any limousine liberals mm -hmm. from the Upper East Side or the Hamptons on this. He said, my whole life was being around other people of color. And they don't like Bannon because Bannon is effective. And this whole indictment thing, think about it. Think about it. Trump's think about the Trump allies that have been indicted. Roger Stone, mm -hmm. Cohen, mm -hmm. Ban now Bannon, Carter Page, who was not really a Trump ally. He was somebody who was serving on the administrator on the administration. Paul Manafort, who was on the Trump campaign for about six months. He just really organized the convention. George Papadopoulos. And, you know, you, you think about that. And then you look at the Hillary Clinton has done and got away with it. Mm -hmm. You ain't got to even go any further than Hillary Clinton and her uh, foundation and Haiti and then go look at what, what has happened to Haiti in this period of time. I mean, the associations between these folks and Trump, the unfortunate thing is the fortunate and unfortunate thing is they are allies, but they can't be shielded. 
You know what I mean? Like there is yeah. nothing that you can do. So what this sends out is a message of, again, fear and intimidation. If you align mm -hmm. yourself and it's happening on the streets, right? Because that's mm -hmm. even like a macrocosm of what's happening locally in your yep. different little neighborhoods. If you wear a red hat, it doesn't even have to say MAGA. Um, all of a sudden you're triggering people, you're intimidating people. They mm -hmm. feel some kind of way that, you know, is super irrational. It's like Pavlov's dog. The MAGA hat has now trained liberals to cry and scream and become violent on sight. Like they just have to mm -hmm. think about a red hat and they get incited. That's that's nutty nutcase situation. So when you when you have this group, Steve Bannon in particular, he knows exactly what the game is. And that's what makes him dangerous, which is probably why they went at him with helicopters off the port of a yacht dropping in to capture him in the middle of the ocean. Like, mm -hmm. who gets that kind of treatment? Like, he's like Tom Cruise in some secret mission somewhere and the feds and the CIA just hover over him, extract him and take him to some secret bunker. Oh, wow. That's yeah. how I imagine it in my mind anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to be pretty gangster for the for the government to come at you full force like that. Yeah, but, you know, it's New York attorneys. Th think about it. OK, it's insanity. There, it's insanity. There's a there's a case for Trump tax returns that mm -hmm. came out of New York. Mm -hmm. There's the a same case, district, the Southern District of New York case against, you know, Eric Trump's charity that came out of New York. You know, you had a case against, and they were going to do a case against Manafort out of New York if he didn't get federal charges. Then, now you got Steve Bannon. There was a case against Trump, Trump's business. They wanted his, you know, they wanted his businesses, um, you know, the, the balance sheets and all of mm -hmm. that. That came out of New York. So, what the hell is going on in New York? And now the NRA is being sued. Mm -hmm. And the head of it, right? Yeah, by the state of New York, the state's attorney, New York State Attorney General office. And then now you look at Bannon. So yeah. this, New York this... is totally radicalized. That's the epicenter of this socialist Marxist movement. And it also happens to be the epicenter of media. I'm telling you what ha what's happening here. These New York attorneys are having get togethers. I'm sure. And they're and they're targeting Trump allies. Yeah, that's what's happening here. But we said that from the beginning. But this was Trump's problem. He didn't take out the players he needed to take out. He left mm -hmm. people in the administration thinking it was going to be a two way um, street and they could all be copacetic and they could band together and move the country forward. They never had any intentions of doing any of that stuff. From yeah. jump, they just wanted dirt on him to get him out to put back in their initiative. All Trump has to do is to get Bill Barr to put some damn clamps on the Southern District of New York. That's all he has to do. Yeah, but I'm sure that that's in process. The yeah. thing is, you can constantly keep coming up with charges against, charges against, whatever, and you set off an investigation and they have to investigate. And when they're investigating, they are looking specifically for things to bring you down. So, you know, it's, it's a catch because they're using the legal system legally against someone to catch them 
on illegal stuff they might not even have known was ever illegal it wasn't illegal before became illegal you know they they have loopholes on everything on everything what's really missing here with nobody nobody's getting i'm surprised nobody at fox news or the blaze have, have gotten this or newsmax is trump is being baited to obstruct yes. justice yes Yes. That that's the real that's yes. the real that's the real reason why these cases keep coming up with people that either align with him or used to align with him. Trump is being baited to obstruct justice. Yeah, they and wanted him to fall. do it during these protests. They mm -hmm. wanted him to send in the military and he refused to do it. Like he's not a dummy. He knows. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. people forget that Trump used to roll run in New York and Jersey with real gangsters, like real mobsters. He had to get to know how these personalities roll. That's probably why he's cool with Putin and he's cool with Yang Ying, Yoon, whatever the hell his name. Kim Jong Un. Yin Yang Kim Jong Un. You're crazy. <laughs> Kim Jong Un. You're crazy. <laughs> Plucky duck over there. Anyways, so they're forgetting really who he is he's a master at all this stuff so i i am just so looking forward to the rnc to see what they pull out of their hats and i mean he has media people in his pocket too that'll definitely come out with a much better presentation than what was had at the dnc snooze fest over there yeah, I mean, I definitely expect more, especially, you know, with, like I said, his experiences uh, with The Apprentice and, exactly, you know. Exactly, exactly. And then, you know, Trump's a private sector guy. You see how many people have been fired in his administration. He's not going to deliver a inferior product. No way. He's not subpar. <laughs> He's Trump level. Okay. <laughs> He's got, he needs the Trumpian uh, ROI on his RNC, basically. Mm -hmm. He's got to get the full bang for the buck. And I, I just can, I, I, I'm praying that there's like pyrotechnics involved because I really want to see that. Mm -hmm. I know that they're probably going to have, if they can't have real people, maybe they'll do like MLB and they'll have the um, audience that screams and they'll pump in the noise and stuff from like cheering and shit when he walks on stage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a pretend ho a holograph of a band or something playing America, some America song. Mm -hmm. Those are just, you know, little tidbits that I'd like to see during the, the music. He seems, well, Trump seems to be, have a good sense, uh, well, his people, whoever, whoever organizes his events. Cause I've been to a few of his events. Seems to have a good sense of uh, music and placement of music. Well, it's, so show. I, it's the show. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Whatever they do. I can't wait to see it. So, yes, so back so back to Matt Drudge, what in the hell is going on on the Drudge Report? The same thing as on Fox. I mean, who wants to keep reading the same liberal narrative and the same slant? Like, we know where it's coming from. Why do we have to be bombarded with this everywhere? But the thing is, for, dec for a long time, Matt Drudge was probably one of the most, you know, influential conservatives out there. And so all of a sudden, then you saw him on InfoWars where he kind of did this rant about, you know, digital privacy and publishership. 
And then, and now all of a sudden he's anti freaking Trump. It seems like, seems um, like when you. Who knows? Who knows what money gets put into whose pockets and stuff. I think the most influential thing you can have is the dollars. So when mm-hmm. you figure out where the dollars are coming from, advertising wise or growth of your business, or maybe, you know, regulations that are coming down that are opposing what he's trying to do or how he's trying to gen- generate revenue, that could be a reason why, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when, when we figure out the money, we'll figure out why we keep getting pumped all of these liberal socialist narratives all across the board. Because let me tell you something. I was watching Hannity the other night and I started tuning out and I'll tell you why. On The Five, mm-hmm. on um, Hook Tucker, yep. on Hannity, and on the on um, the lady that comes after Hannity. Dana uh, Perino? No, 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 no. Short hair. Blonde. Oh, she'll come to me anyways. Um, Martha was on. She has her own show. Yeah. They all showed the same clip and usually showed very similar clips of this guy who was getting beat up in, I want to say, Seattle, him and his girlfriend. And they kept playing the same thing over and over again. I'm sure you saw it. He was yep. driving his truck. They dragged him out. And then oh, yeah. some kid dropped yeah, I was watching in the night. background. And then... They they just kept showing the same visual, the same visual. And I'm like, you know, this is the same thing that all those other channels do to you, where they want to incite a certain emotion. So they pick these videos and normally they would blur out, you know, insensitive parts or they would at least give you prep you with the this is going to be a violent image you're about to watch. Yeah. This didn't do it. And then he kept showing it again and again. And if you miss that clip here, it comes again and again. I was like, why do I want to be bombarded with these images? That's exactly why I don't watch the other news channels. Because mm-hmm. that's all they do is try mm-hmm. to show you destruction, try to show you like yeah. the worst of people. So instead of shielding the audience from that, they want you to see it. They mm. want you to get upset about it. They want you to feel some kind of way about it. And that manipulative shit had me changing the channel real quick. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't want to watch any of it. Well, that's why I t- kind of turned off cable news for a little while because mm-hmm. it's it even on the right, it is the only the only right leaning outlet that I can take is the blaze. I feel like, you know, um, Glenn Beck and his crew, they have a meaning behind what they put out there. Um, and they're just trying to inform, but right. it's, it's not, it's, it's nothing like Fox. It's nothing like, or Newsmax. I, you know, I don't mind Newsmax. OAN is not terrible. OAN too. They're, yeah. They have good news. They just have very poor graphic pa- packages. <laughs> like well, they, they, they got to make yeah. more money. Right, right, you know, right. And that, and that's, I understand. I yep. understand. But, it's kind of yeah. like back in the day when... You know, you would have your Disney movies or your traditional right. Hollywood right. movies right. that are come out the studio and they look all polished. But then yeah. you have your Christian movies and they had the bad lighting. So it's, the <laughs> same, it's the same thing. You know, it's just money. The money that, um, you know, I had this discussion. The, they, the money behind liberalism, it's, oh, just, yeah. it's just they just have such a huge advantage when it comes to media, especially TV media. Now, we compete with them you know, conservatives, libertarian outlets, 
Um, we compete with them, you know, on the internet, pretty good on radio. But when it comes to the TV, the visual, you know, that's where we're kind of outspent because they have these, they're backed by these big corporations. Well, we shall see, Juan, because this RNC is going to show us a lot about where we stand, comparatively speaking, with the DNC and their apparatus. So, I mean, I think that they set the bar pretty low on the scale <laughs> of, like, wowing an audience. And it is now Trump's... um Trump's position to either maintain or make it look better because if it ends up being more boring then we have a problem aside from that you know I don't see how you could do any worse (laughs) right exactly I think I think you could I think next week you know there's going to be pressure inside of that camp to make that show as good as possible and the D and the DNC ratings are down Oh, it was, it was, I'm telling you, I tuned in and I tuned immediately out. I just was not interested in being constantly, you know, spoken to like a child and we really need to change and everything is so terrible right now. Like, shut up. I don't know what life you live in. I'm doing okay. You're living in your $15 million mansion. Like, why are you talking to us like this? Seriously. You don't know and- my plight. Y'all know and, my plate. <laughs> and, and up until coronavirus, we was okay. It was good. <laughs> good. And getting better and better. And even with the coronavirus, not everybody's life is totally devastated. A lot of people have, you know, been advantaged by this situation. And you find mm-hmm. different opportunities to get yourself on track and maybe do something you would never ever have the opportunity to do if things had maintained the same way. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Anyways, it's going to come down to November. It's going to come down to where you align your values. It's going to come down to getting out to vote, which is everybody's personal responsibility. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you're just joining us, this is Juan and Kathy Talk Podcast. You want to keep in touch with us, be sure to follow us at Juan and Kathy Talk on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Post a comment, ask a question, and we will read it on air or we will respond back. So next, celebrity news and trending. And I'm over here at Yahoo News and (laughs) it's all freaking political. Well, this is this is the season, if ever to be political. The thing is, you can only be political in one direction. Yeah, yeah, not many concerns. I mean, look on the the other night on the DNC stage, what you had Cardi B, <laughs> and then you had Jennifer Hudson who performed two nights ago. Um, who coincidentally, not coincidentally, who when, I remember when her family was killed in Chicago, the Trumps took her her family in to one of his hotels so that they could grieve. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of times people do forget the the human side of or the humanity of a person when you put politics into it. And mm-hmm. celebrities, you got to remember, are trained to be whatever someone tells them to be. 
That's mm-hmm. what acting is. Method acting is stepping out of who you truly are into someone else to portray a different character. And you lose sense of yourself easily, which is why a lot of them are always hooked up on drugs or in and out of different relationships, lose money, make money, lose money, you know. So mm-hmm. it's not surprising. But I think even with all that fanfare and with all the celebrity, they still are not appealing to the masses. I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, you had Billy Porter night one wearing a damn dress closing out the show then they discolored the american flag um so you had jennifer hudson you also had carrie washington up there butchering the preamble like <laughs> come on man are you kidding me yeah none none of those characters i can honestly say that i recognize aside from jennifer hudson <laughs> but yeah, i don't know who they are so whatever <laughs> so in other news lawrence fishburne opens up about rejecting Pulp Fiction. Did you know that? Oh, no. He turned down Samuel's part. Oh, well, it wasn't for him. (laughs) He's made other wise wise choices. Didn't he do Matrix? Oh, God. He was so good in that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you can't get all the parts, and not all the parts are meant for you, but the parts that are meant for you, those are the ones that make the blockbusters, and I think he's had a pretty awesome career with like pretty memorable characters (laughs) he definitely has also another news cat lisa ray opens up about wanting to have an entanglement with will smith lisa ray who is lisa ray she was diamond on the players club lisa ray who is lisa ray (laughs) You ever you ever seen the players club movie no i don't think so she was like the light-skinned stripper that's what she's most famous for anyway. So now, she has her she has her own show basically. Listen, I'm sure that plenty of people would like to get entangled with Will, but just as you see from the outside looking in, not everything is all love and roses. Just because somebody has some level of celebrity doesn't make them a better parent better lover better husband better (laughs) any of that a better friend you know what i mean like you could have a million some friends on instagram and that still doesn't make you a good friend you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like qualities of people you cannot judge based on their relationships with other people well there's this meme floating around of will smith with um with angelina jolie and they're on like this I guess they're on like this, not a jet ski, but they're on this water type um, float together. But apparently it was, um, apparently this was during the, you know, this was in between breaks during the time that they were um, shooting Shark Tale because, you know, they were both on that. So, (laughs) but, you know, they do look kind of cozy up there, but they just look like they were having fun, to be totally honest. But. Well, listen, <laughs> heed my warning, Will Smith. Brad Pitt went down that road already. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the people he got on himself, the internet. He got himself um, divorced and entangled with, what's her fate, Angelina. 
and all these years later he is by himself fighting yeah. custody battles and you know bad pr so yeah well the inter- the internet made it seem like it was something that was going on currently right. so yeah <laughs> this is ridiculous totally so. all right guys on that ridiculous end thank you so much for joining us be sure to keep in touch on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Juan and Kathy Talk. Like, share, and subscribe. Post some comments and let us know what you think. Until next time. Ciao, Juan. Ciao. This is The Cure.